Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Friday. This is Compact Dicks. Oh, yeah. Hello, everybody. How are we on this lovely Friday? As uh, You might be listening to this at Christmas, but um, at current, it's very sunny outside and it's a lovely warm day. And both Dan and I are wearing white T-shirts, so that paints a picture for you. There you go, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, uh, I am Dan, uh, the other voice is James. And yeah, if you if you haven't heard this podcast before, this isn't the main Desert Island Dicks, this is Compact Dicks, where we get listeners' submissions and uh, we hear about who and what you would hate to be stuck on a desert island with if your plane mm. crashed. We always like to start these off with some suggestions of our own because we, uh, we, we, we like this opportunity to, do, to vent ourselves and, and we like to imagine that it will give you, some, uh, give you some inspiration for your own choices for the desert island too. Yeah. And so you can get in, ton- in touch at uh, dickspod.com slash contact with your own suggestions or you can get us on uh, Instagram or Twitter at dickspod and uh, let us know who you wouldn't want to be stuck with on the desert island. Dan, have you got a choice for this week? Yeah, I have, yeah. Um, I go to the gym fairly regularly. I like going to the gym, but I'm not a a fit buff guy. I just go to the gym. Uh, But in my gym, there are a lot of very big hench dudes. Um, Mm. Henchmen's is the gym. Uh, No, (laughs) but they're they're all these really big, fit, healthy-looking guys. And, uh, you know, I used to find it slightly intimidating. I'm fine with it now. But there's this one guy who is, like, too too fit and healthy. There's, like, two of them, but mm. one of them is, like, especially insanely ripped. Like, he looks like he could do any sport on earth. Like, he could be right, yeah, a gymnast, yeah. a wrestler, a, like, yeah, a bobsleigh yeah. guy. Like, yeah. he's a sprinter. Like, he's so stacked, but also, like, fast and stuff. So he does all these mad workouts, and he's, like jumping on those boxes and then doing press-ups and then jumping somewhere else and like oh come on man he's like this powerful guy anyway like uh last month in in may uh, i went with a group of friends and we climbed mount snowden in wales and um yeah you so, did and it was wonderful but in preparation for that i was like oh, i don't do enough cardio so i'll do some like some like you know the stair machine thing and i and and then i thought okay and i'll do some um like that was busy I'll, I'll go on the treadmill and i'll put it at like the full steepness you know the incline mm. and i'll just walk on that for like an hour or something and just get nice. get my legs used to it yeah and as i was doing that 
I turn around and there's like the super fit guy. And he has also got his treadmill on full incline, but it's going like like at jogging speed, mate, like a fast jog, maybe even a slow run. And he's running on it backwards whilst holding dumbbells. No, he's not. This is how fit this guy is, right? So imagine that. So running backwards on a treadmill at full incline, holding dumbbells, and his mate's on the next machine, and he's just having a chat with him while he's doing it. Because that ain't actually ain't um, no thing, baby. Is to oh. this guy. That's how fair. That is just, insane. And it doesn't matter what day you're having. Like you just feel like a tiny little worm. Like you just think <laughs> you like, like, oh, yeah, like today's my day. Useless. I've been down the gym house and I'm like pumped. Do you know what yeah, I mean? I'm like, feeling good about myself. But this guy, it's like I, I kind of want to speak to him. Just like, what is all this for? Like, are you just <laughs> you? Are you just like an incredibly fit guy, or are you? Are you? Do you do something else? Like mm. I'm just fascinated. Man. I don't think I've ever seen someone so fit in real life. It's insane. I think you've got to find out his name, this guy. You've got to find mm. out his name and see if he's got a um, like an Instagram account or something. Surely yeah. he's doing yeah. it for something. There's got to yeah. be a reason. If only there was a way of like approaching a stranger and asking them to, for their Instagram account because they look really fit. <laughs> that didn't sound weird. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Yeah, you look great. Yeah, just I want to find out some more about you. <laughs> yeah. Imagine, imagine if then he starts following you around the gym. <laughs> just carrying me around the gym. <laughs> Run faster. Come on, this is fun. Wee! <laughs> I'm just on his shoulders. <laughs> on his shoulders while he's running backwards on the treadmill on an incline. You know, Mad Max. There's that character. Is that the Beyond Thunderdome? There's like a huge, big thing, and it, like there's mm. just a little person that lives on his shoulders. Yeah, that controls yeah. It'll be you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you walk over and he rolls his eyes and he goes, "Come on!" And then he's like, and then you jump on board <laughs> yeah. on his shoulders. This is great. Okay, yeah, it would be awkward to be on the desert island with someone that you just feel like yeah. inferior on the day. It'd be basis. useful, but you'd always just feel like just feel shit compared to him saying yeah it's my insecurities really but you know it's too distracting what's funny is mine and your choices align in some ways okay so my choice for this week and i think you'd like more about the desert island and about how the time on the island could be the most uncomfortable Mm-hmm. And it could be, at first I did imagine this person to be extremely hench, like a big, well-built person. I was thinking like a Dwayne The Rock Johnson size kind of mm. level of size. But I also think they could just be any size. And my choice would be an extremely intimidating person, but from like a dangerous standpoint. So like if you're on an mm. island and you just like, you're talking to someone and you're like, I don't think I can trust this person. So like you're on edge the entire time to watch your mm. back. So like you're trying to go to sleep at night and you're like, are they going to kill me? And so like in the day they're dropping in little hints. It's just like, like, like they're, they're dropping in little hints like um, about you going to sleep that night or like, wouldn't it be better on the island if it was only me and not mm. you? And then yeah. doesn't say anything else to you that day. I, at first, yeah, I thought it would be a hench person, but it could be anyone. You know, you've been in yeah. those situations where someone introduces you to someone or you're like in the pub and you're, you're a bit loose and you're just like, hey, man, you're right. Yeah, you're chatting to someone and then all of a sudden they're quite intimidating. And you think, oh, yeah. I'd hate to be on edge the entire time. 
One of the most intimidating people I ever met was not a big person, but he was terrifying. And we were in a pub near work and he just, it was like a Friday afternoon, like bunked off a bit early, went to the pub and I think he just got out of prison. He was telling us he just got out of prison, which like, I'm not, but like obviously people do time for all kinds of reasons and mm. you know they come out and they're changed people and whatever. This guy yeah. had like, an extreme cocaine energy about him oh, and wow, was okay. like <laughs> you imagine like johnny vaughan if like mm. he'd gone down a different path and become like quite an aggressive sort of you know that sort of johnny vaughan cocaine energy mixed yeah. with a sort of fo football hooligan and like yeah. he wasn't particularly big but he was so intimidating that like at some, he just sort of latched onto our table and sat down and we we're all kind of smiling along as he told us mad shit and then he went to the toilet and we all just ran away Things oh, yeah, like didn't like, even finish our drinks. We were like, we just yeah. had to run away because he was so scary. But yeah, not a big guy, but terrifying. So I, it, not a dissimilar situation that me and my wife, we were out for our wedding anniversary the other month. And um, uh, some of the uh, like our parents were babysitting. We went out for a meal. Before we went for a meal, we went, went for a drink at like a nice bar like, on the way. Having a nice drink outside. It was just getting sunny like last month. And um, this guy comes over and he's chatting and he's a really friendly guy. And he's sitting, obviously there on his own, finishing his pint and get on to like just chatting away. And it's quite a small town. Everyone's kind of like quite laid back. And um, he's asking the odd bit of information about us, like as a couple or whatever. And we're like, oh, it's our anniversary actually. And he was like, well, I'll get you guys a drink. And, and we were like, oh, you really don't have to do that. And he was like, oh, no, 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 I'd love to. Like, what are you drinking? And, and so we're like, wow, okay, well, that's very kind of you. Okay. Mm. And he was like, I'm just going to leave my stuff here, like on this table. And he had like an iPad or whatever. As soon as he gets up to go into the bar, one of the bar staff comes out, out and is just like, are you okay? And we were like, yeah, we were just chatting to that guy. Like, are you, like what, why have you come over? And they were like, because he's been going around and like talking to different groups of people, intimidating them. All day. <laughs> and, and we were just thinking like what's going on here has the intimidate it's like does he get the drink and ties you in and something and they were like yeah there's some rumor that he's been in prison like similarly to yours so he's been in prison or whatever so we're sat there and we're like this guy's gone to get us a drink he's left his stuff on the table and wow. thankfully one of the bar staff was like was like was like was like um we were like well he's left his stuff there and they were like look i work here i'll stay at the table you guys just go so basically, we just got up and got out of there. Wow. But what were we about to be coerced into? I don't know, but very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. yeah, you should have stayed. I know. Like, well, should I? I don't know. Could have been know. your lodger by now. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe. Or like... <laughs> could have had a babysitter on tap. One of one of yeah, babysitter ready to go. Uh, but anyway, yes. So that would be my choice for the Desert Islander. Yeah, just an intimidating guy. Fair enough. Mm, mm. James, you know what? Before we get into some listener submissions, I think it's time to hear from the man who knows this podcast better than even us ourselves. I would say so, yeah. Uh, it's your father, Mr. John Deacon Esquire. Hi, James. Hi, Dan. Well, brilliant episode this week, Dan, with comedian Paul Foot. Um, I watched a couple of his um, YouTube uh, clips and uh, they were brilliant, very funny guy, brilliant episode, well done. My first recommendation this week is somebody that's popped up on my Dick's Pod radar a couple of times this week, and that is comedian and author Zing Tseng. Zing chose uh, Matt Hancock and Mr Blobby. In my opinion, they're one and the same person. 
that's a great little episode. Just recently, I've been listening to a podcast on BBC Sounds called Welcome to the Neighbourhood. Now, this is hosted by comedian Jade Adams. Now, Jade was actually our 100th contributor to Desert Island Dicks. She tells a brilliant anecdote about the fact that, that she went for the part in Cats that Rebel Wilson got. That's a little brilliant little story. Coincidentally, um, Zing chose Cats as her film. Also, Jade chose her partner, one of her dicks, Richard Wilson, who's a comedian who's also been on the pod. And his episode as well is, is a brilliant episode. On Welcome to the Neighbourhood, Jade has had quite a few contributors who have been on Desert Island Dicks. And those are a couple of other recommendations I'd like to talk about. Firstly, I'd like to recommend Tanya Moore's episode. Now, Tanya, she chose Jedward, who's probably um, everybody's dick or a pair of dicks. But she also chose the American rapper Flavor Flav. Now, on a personal note, um, we went to, when we was in America... Um, with the family uh, we watched a bit of um, American TV and um, she speaks about a, a, a program that Flavor Flav was in where girls had to or he had to choose a girl to be his partner and that's uh, very cringeworthy that's a brilliant episode Tanya's and next I'd like to recommend Fatia Al Ghori's episode she chose David Dickinson and uh, Joe Wicks who um, I think are one of the same person um, one's a, a, a older version of the other one, if, in my opinion. And she also chose the singer Sunita. Uh, her story is a great, very funny episode. So my recommendations for this week are Zing Seng's episode from the 7th of July 2020, Jade Adams' episode from the 1st of June 2020, Tanya Moore's episode from the 5th of January 2021, and... Fatia El Ghori's episode from the 18th of April 2022. But a little footnote there also to catch uh, Rich Wilson's episode from the 19th of January 2020 as well. So um, I hope you enjoy. Cheers. Bye. And there we have it. Jade Adams has got a podcast out. She's doing it. We're doing it. She's been on our podcast and she's got guests from this podcast on her podcast. Well, there you go. Thank you again, John, as always, for your, your hard work and uh, custodianship mm. of the archive. I would go back as well to listen, because that, that marked the 100th episode. Mm. Uh, and that we had, um, I had someone get in touch, actually, on um, Instagram. So you can get us at DixPod on Instagram. Someone called Jack got in touch on there to say, Hey, guys, I just wanted to say I'm a huge fan of the show. Oh. Listen to the hundredth episode today. Mm-hmm. Ah, so that ties in nicely. Go. And he said, "If you guys ever decide to have listeners on the show, hit me up. I'm a hateful little fuck, and I have so <laughs> many people I'd love to shove on that island. Keep up the great work." <laughs> well, well, well. We have noted that, and thank you, Jack. And uh, what we want is more hateful little fucks on the show. Maybe the um, maybe that will be the catalyst for us setting up a phone number that people can whatsapp voice note us their choices for use on this podcast Mm, i wonder if people would be interested in that let us know at dickspod Mm. on twitter and instagram or dickspod.com slash contact right dan i am on that note i have an email here shall i read you that email i'm itching to hear it this email comes in from frank and frank says great podcast by the way 
His first choice is a Dirk VW. I think Dirk Frank VW. is from Bel- Frank is from Belgium. Yeah, he says the worst per- the worst boss I ever had a Belgian version of David Brent. He actually was a spitting image of David Brent. Wonder if Gervais was not inspired by him. I don't know whether he would have seen him, but um, yes, I think we've all had David Brent type bosses or no David Brent type people, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm very lucky in that I I have the nicest boss in the entire world. He used to be your <sighs> boss as well, James. He used to be my boss. He is a lovely, lovely man. And it makes such a difference. Just having a bad boss just makes all of your work a terrible thing. It's just like a stress in your life that you don't need to have. It's, it's unbelievable how much difference to your life having a shitty manager can make. But, oh, um, my God, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. I have had some shit ones before. But yeah. um, the boss that we shared is a boss that I shall treasure. <laughs> we should get the embroidery of that done so we can hang it up in our hallway. And his second choice is Liz Truss. No oh, ex- good. No explanation needed, I guess. Yeah. I keep forgetting about her, then she keeps popping up again, and it's like, sorry, are you fucking kidding me? Do you think that anyone's listening to your opinion right now? You know, she's, like, occasionally trying to claw her way back in. It's like, here's what I think. It's like, look, we all know that ex-Prime Ministers do that thing of chipping up with opinion pieces now and again. Yeah. And, like, it's annoying when Tony Blair does it. It's annoying when all the others do it. Like... Are you out of your fucking mind? It was like last <laughs> summer. no one knows who you are. You were Prime Minister for six weeks last year and you think now's the time to come back. I'm like, here's my thoughts. Like, fuck off. Maybe she's just like, because that probably was the longest six weeks of her life. Maybe she just doesn't really realise it was such a short period. I mean, I think a lot of people have probably reminded her. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it probably felt like a lot longer than six weeks. When she was the thing there. is, where do you go from there? Do you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm not completely cooed up in politics, but like, no. like, what do you do after that? Like, you, it's such an embarrassing spell as prime minister. It's like, what's your next move? Do you know what I mean? I mean, it well, didn't stop I mean, Matt always... Hancock from. I know he wasn't prime minister, but to fuck everything up so badly and then think, yeah, I tell you what, I'll just go on. I'm a celebrity. Yeah, there's weird things like Tony Blair managed to invade Iraq on spurious. Um, grounds, but then managed to be Middle East peace envoy to the UN or something like that, which you're like, how the fuck have you gone from making a war in the Middle East to becoming a peace envoy or a special correspondent to the Middle East or something like that? It's like, how the fuck did you do that? So I wouldn't be surprised if she manages to bounce back into some cushy number. I do kind of get it in a way. Have you ever looked at a job description and been like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm not quite right for the job, but I'll just go for it anyway. I'll blag yeah. it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> He's just looked at that and gone, gone, hopefully they just won't check. Yeah. It's like my friend yeah. graduated with a geography degree and, like, the first job he applied for was, like, a head town planner or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. What, what are you doing? <laughs> you, have oh. no, you know nothing about town planning. You've got a geography degree. Come on. And so his final choice is going to be Cousin Greg from Succession. Now, I haven't watched Succession, but I imagine many people are. So you might understand why Frank has put him on there. But he says, he annoyed me since the very first episode. Might change because I've only started season three, but don't want to risk it. Mm. Yeah, Mm. I mean, we're both quite badly placed to comment on that one. I was going to start watching Succession because I thought it's three series, right? It's it's achievable, not like Mm. Breaking Bad where you've got loads to get through or something. But then like I was at my mum's and she was watching the penultimate episode and I was kind of sitting there with headphones in in case I ended up watching it. From what little I saw, I just thought, 
I think this is just going to be so stressful and just about such horrible people and I'm going to feel so disillusioned with the world afterwards. Like, Despite yeah. doing this podcast, I try and keep myself in a fairly fluffy bubble the rest of the time. Yeah, I do. I'm like, when we're debating like watching a film or watching a TV programme, we really have to check the co- like the reviews and the comments to make sure it's not going to make me sad. <laughs> but I would say, actually, just to... Um, it, we obviously know nothing about Succession, but if you do, then um, some friends of ours, Jeff Lloyd and Sarah Barron, they have got a podcast called Fire Crotch and Nomcore um, mm. that is very much about Succession, and uh, and I will point you in the direction of that for your Succession podcast fix. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Fucking why go not? for it. Go for it. I've got an email, James. Oh, uh, I'm so pleased you have an email. Could you uh, read that email to me? So I'm going to read it. It okay. comes from Claire, and she says, Hi, Jam Master James and DJ Danny B. <laughs> I know, you can, no, you can straight, make it up. Straight away, I'll hop to a winner. I like that. Hi, Claire. Yeah, I'm, I'm really into this. She says, The person I'd like to nominate is someone... Sorry, the person I'd like to nominate is someone who'd be awful to be stuck on a desert island with would be people who stay with you and then wake up too early. So it's great. Oh, having... this is good. This yeah. is great. It's great having people to stay, but sometimes when they wake up too soon, it just gives you more to do before you've had a chance to wake up properly. I suppose they're thinking it seems rude to stay in bed for ages when you're up and they're staying in your home. But I just need some time to get some caffeine in me, sort the kids out, and wake up a bit before I can see to the needs of a guest. Oh, if they... yes. If they were to get up and run out and grab a load of pastries or something, then obviously I'm fine with it. But usually a guest getting up <laughs> means conversation, making breakfast and that sort of thing. Just to be clear, I want to emphasize that I really like hosting and having people to stay. I'm probably the dick for this, but I just need more time in the morning. So please, if you're staying at mine, have a long lie-in, please. Oh, yeah. I love that. I love that. I... Mm. I I understand. I totally understand. And actually, I had a couple of friends stay the other week and they were extremely hungover, but they didn't get up until like 11 o'clock. And the kids got me up, obviously, at stupid kid time. Mm. Um, and I think my wife helped with some of the heavy lifting in the morning, but it was just great to have that window of opportunity just to like yeah. sort the kids out. The kids have had breakfast, right? Happy days, their dress or whatever. And sort of, and then my friends kind of emerged and at that point, I was very ready to say, does everyone want a bacon sandwich? Do you know what I mean? It was just yeah. like, perfect yeah. timing. Because, like, yeah, I, on, a, on a weekend, I'll, like, get the kids up and I'll sort of make sure they're fed, but I'll just kind of sit there with a cup of tea for ages, just oh, yeah. Stereo doom phone. scrolling yeah, for a bit. Whatever, yeah. 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 And, uh, yeah, and then it's like, oh, now I'm going to make conversation with you. I can't even make conversation with, with a six-year-old about something that's really <laughs> easy to talk about. So yeah. how am I going to talk about grown-up shit? But yeah. the only exception is if, like, on now sometimes uh, since we moved house on new year's a couple of years we've had like our friends and their kids round so then like the kids kind of look after each other and we can kind of get drunk and there's enough nice pairs of hands that you don't yeah. have to do that much and you know everyone's yeah. so that that morning i definitely want someone getting up with me like on new year's day oh. i better not be the one up with all the kids when everyone else is in bed 100 but, yeah, but, but um overall that is an excellent choice i think yeah, Love thank that. you, Claire. And uh, obviously, me and James are going to go deed poll straight away and change our names to to those names that you suggested. So, thank you. Yeah, I will. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, this kind of concludes the podcast. 
Yes, it does. And uh, we would love more submissions from you. So get in touch, dickspod.com slash contact or at dickspod on Twitter and Instagram. Slide into our DMs. Tell us who and what you find to be a dick and we'll do another one soon. Yeah, and just a final thought is that I think over the next um, couple of months, next few weeks, you might see the extra episode of uh, Desert Island Dicks going out in the week. So we'll work out what we do compact dicks-wise, whether they go out earlier in the week or or we skip a week on these and put out more episodes. But with the lead-up to Edinburgh Festival, um, we'd like to highlight a few more comedians that you should perhaps go and see. So you might see a few more episodes pop up in your feed so make sure you've subscribed for those yeah exactly there's loads of great comedians who are doing work in progress shows at the minute in the lead up to edinburgh so even if you're not going up there uh, hopefully we'll highlight some funny ones and you can go and check out their their shows before they go up there oh look at that that was like actually information for people (laughs) at the end um there's only one thing left to say then and i guess that thing is bye bye